Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Welcome back to 3Talk today. Well, actually, 2Talk, because Susie is away, so just be myself and Lucia. We have decided to dedicate a whole episode to explaining the importance of making sleep a priority. As due to modern-day living, we are overworking, we are stressed and overstimulated. Technology playing a huge role. A good night's sleep is incredibly important for your health. In fact, it's just as important as eating healthy and exercising. Unfortunately, The Western environment is interfering with these natural sleep patterns. People are sleeping less than they did in the past, and sleep quality has decreased as well. Many effects of a lack of sleep are feeling grumpy, not working at your best, are well known. But did you know that sleep deprivation can also have profound consequences on your physical health? The NHS quotes one in three of us suffers from poor sleep. However, The cost of those sleepless nights is more than just bad moods. Regular sleep puts you at risk of serious medical conditions, including obesity, heart disease and diabetes, and it shortens your life expectancy. Recent research has shown the main link between poor sleep and Alzheimer's. What is your relationship with sleep, ladies? Or lady today? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I should caveat my relationship with sleep to begin with, because I think I've mentioned in the podcast before, I am a mom to two very small children, one of them still not sleeping through the night. And this will inform what I will be saying in today's episode. But obviously, my sleep pattern is a bit disrupted nowadays. So I think my relationship with sleep is a bit of love and hate in the way that I would love to have more and I hate not having a full night's sleep. But that has also made me aware of the importance of sleeping and resting, both things, which also, you know, base flair on everything that you have said just now kind of gives another perspective to the whole sleeping theme because I've always been aware of the importance of having a good night's sleep. But I think now that I have been sleep deprived, I can totally uh, relate with the things that you were saying to begin with. I definitely feel, you know, overly tired. And sometimes that results in, uh, you know, not being able to remember things or not being able to coordinate myself and losing balance. So, yes, it does have a very important impact in my overall day and my overall life, really. This subject is so prevalent for me because I've always been a poor sleeper, even since a child. So I always labelled myself as someone that didn't need a lot of sleep, someone that was just a poor sleeper, and that's where it was. It was genetics. But actually, I've learned as I've got older that that actually isn't the case I am very sensitive to things like caffeine and overworking so my system gets very overloaded quickly so I can feel very hyperactive and not turn off hence that has related to me having sleep poor sleep patterns 
And I've realized that over the years, if I have a good night's sleep, I have a better day. So it's been a main focus uh, for a long time. And actually, bizarrely, even though I did a health and science B-Tech when I was 18, I never related the health and my sleep. And it's not until recently I've realized what a profound effect a good night's sleep can have on me. Lucia, do you think that? Absolutely. I think you were touching base there something that kind of bring or link back to uh, the immune function, uh, which is something that I have seen and studies have shown that lack of sleep has an effect in your immune system. I think like, you know, for example, there's some study that shows that two people that went to bed with a cold um, and one of them had these nasal drops, the other one didn't they realized that the person that had these nasal drops and was sleeping better was able to A, overcome this, uh, this cold quicker than the other, but also the immune system kind of boosted quicker than the other one. And this is based on, you know, being able to sleep these eight hours that are sort of the recommender or the benchmark out there. So absolutely, being able to have this sort of sleep helps you build a more resilient body, which I understand it and can relate to what you were just saying before. Yeah, and I think uh, I think it's probably well documented about depression being linked to sleep disorders. There was research from the Lancet saying that the le- the lack of the eight hours was linked to depression in adults and in teenagers. So the importance of sleep on your mood is incredibly prevalent and your sleep everyone's probably noticed that it affects your emotions when you've had a good night's sleep and maybe the children are playing up you can handle your emotions in a lot more of a logical way but when you're already lacking sleep and energy you can find yourself triggered you can find yourself being uh, less logical and much more in your emotional brain. Yeah, it kind of lowers your resilience or your your resilience span in a way, because obviously it doesn't allow you to take control of those emotions, of those mood swings, so to speak. When you are totally in control and you feel rested, you are able to recognize and acknowledge what's happening, and you can kind of like, you know, contextualize your reaction and and the mood that is brewing you can say oh I'm getting annoyed and let's try and control this so not to have this effect when you are overtired that kind of control goes away so you find yourself not being able to control those emotions to find yourself having this anger outburst or sadness so your resilience starts fading away. And obviously that's going to have a knock-on effect on your relationships with your friends, family, and, and any social environment, really. Yeah, and there's um, several studies that have confirmed this, your ability not to socially interact well. Using facial recognition tests, one study found that people who had not slept the full eight hours had a reduced ability to recognize expressions of anger and happiness. And researchers believe that the poor sleep affects your ability for social cues and to be able to process emotional information. So this is uh, another reason that if you're feeling emotional, you also make bad choices. 
and that has a big effect on your life. If we don't get good night's sleep, we, we don't necessarily eat well in the morning because we've, we've already feel that we need that sugar hit or that caffeine hit that is not going to set us up right for the day. So it also has effect on your nutrition and your exercise. I mean, if you're already tired because you've not had a good night's sleep, the thought of going out and doing any exercise and moving your body fills most people with absolute dread. So it has effect on all kind of areas of your health. Absolutely, yeah. And I would add to that, it's also, it's not so much about the hours that you sleep, but the quality of those hours. Because I don't know about you, Flo, but sometimes I have gone to bed, I have slept those eight hours, and then I wake up and I don't feel rested. And that probably is because the quality of my sleep wasn't as good. And it could be internal things going on, like maybe I went to bed being too worried or overthinking about something or I went to bed being angry. Or also it could be external factors like a neighbor having a party and the music not allowing me to rest as would as I should. So I would make a difference there or I would flag those two factors that can affect your sleeping. So one of them is obviously the hours that you sleep in. The other one is the quality of those hours. And that is also an important thing because, again, as I said at the beginning, being a mum of two and not being able to sleep through the night sometimes, I make that a purpose throughout the day. So even when I have a chance to maybe have a repairing nap throughout the day, I try and do it. Not because, you know, A, I'm Spanish, so people will assume I will have a siesta, but also because I realized that it is important to try and re-energize and to try and give my body and my brain that healing time, which that's what sleep does for you. It is a repairing time. It helps you heal and refresh your energy and, you know, everything within your body. So I will bring the attention there. Try and look throughout the day to have those resting moments, whether it is being able to have a nap or meditate or just kind of sit and relax and try and, and, and add that rest throughout the day where you haven't been able to do it in the night. I think you've hit, hit on a, a really important point, you know, with about being kind to ourselves, especially as I'm a mum of, of three children. And I remember when they were young, if I didn't try and do all the things in the day that I'd normally done, even though they'd been up once or twice in the night, I would get frustrated with myself. I'd get annoyed with myself and that isn't helpful. You kind of have to acknowledge you are going to be more tired and and on those tired days, you do need to be more compassionate to yourself. You do have to be kinder to yourself. You do need to make sure that you're you're resting, having downtime, not going to do um, busy events with the kids because if you're tired, those events don't go well and then you feel that cycle gets worse. You feel even worse about yourself. So particularly, I think you're really kind with yourself. Yeah, and it's making those conscious decisions as well, because you were mentioning it earlier about nutrition, for example. And I think we all have experienced that, you know, whenever you wake up and you're feeling tired, or say you've been drinking the night before, and you wake up and all you want to eat is this kind of fast food, like a hamburger and loads of carbs. 
is being aware and bringing the attention back there and understanding that what is happening is just not you waking up and feeling like eating a burger. That can happen and it's absolutely fine to do it. But it's understanding that that might be coming because you haven't had this rest. And the same as nutrition comes another choices. Like you may decide that because you're tired, you're not exercising today. When it's been demonstrated that doing exercise helps you have a better health. It's not just about being fit or looking good. It is about improving your health. So it's all related and it's understanding all these things that you may have not connected in your mind before, but it could all be related just to this lack of sleep or sleep, uh, fragmented sleep. Yeah, and I'm coming at the other end now (laughs) at the age of, uh, should I say this, 45 and lots of my um, friends and some of my clients are coming towards the menopause and that also disturbs your sleep and sleep.org says we need to focus on the quality as well as the quantity because sleep quality means that you you typically fall asleep in 30 minutes or less and you sleep soundly through the night with no more than one awakening now if you're a new mom or you're going through the menopause that's very unlikely going to happen. You are going to wake up a couple of times. So you are going to feel less yourself the next day. So you need, we, it is something to be very aware of. Just like to add, just before we finish, we did say about the health benefits. I'd just like to say a couple of researches, if I haven't convinced you already about the importance of sleep. A review of 15 studies found that people who don't get enough sleep are at far greater risk of heart disease or stroke than those who slept seven hours a night. Uh, sleep affects glucose metabolism and risk of type 2 diabetes. The National Institute of Health recently did research that showed that sleep deprivation increases the Alzheimer's protein. And it is now they're now saying that it's associated with impaired brain function and Alzheimer's. So this sleep is something I don't think that most of us give priority to. And it's such a important factor. It's, I mean, along with nutrition and exercise, good sleep is one of the pillars of health. You simply can't achieve optimal health without taking care of your sleep. I would hope after this episode, we would have convinced some of our listeners to make sleep a priority and think about, are they getting enough sleep? And if you're waking up feeling tired, then it is a probably you, it does highlight the fact that you're not getting a good night's sleep. And if you're thinking you're one of those people that only need six to um, six hours night's sleep, the research has shown that actually that's only one to 3% of the population. So it's very likely that you do need more. You've just convinced yourself that you need less. So thank you for listening to us today. And please tune in for the next episode because we're going to tell you or help tell you how to get a good night's sleep and discuss some of the ways that you can track your quantity and quality of sleep. So hopefully you will listen to us next time. Thank you.